It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta. So you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Todd Rutter, owner of Acapella Catering in Edmonton. Thanks for joining us today, Todd. You're very welcome. I'm pleased to be here. Tell us a little bit about Acapella and uh, what it is and uh, how it got started. So I, what, it started quite a long time ago. I'm actually, um, I think I'm in my 32nd year of, of being in business. So while I was attending the University of Alberta here in Edmonton, I worked at the Students' Union Bar called Room at the Pop. And uh, after I graduated, or during that time, I, I really enjoyed the food and beverage uh, industry, even though that isn't necessarily what I was studying in school. But I became very interested in the industry. And um, even before having graduated, I, I decided that that's what I would like to do. Um, so. Upon graduating, I kept working at that bar, um, among other restaurants. I, I was sort of gaining as much knowledge as I could by working for other organizations. But I, I opened up a pizza stand in Rat, room at the top. And uh, that sort of started the food service part of my, um, of my business. And uh, that quickly uh, um, sort of evolved into a cafe. So I moved locations and started a cafe. Catering became pretty quickly an important part of the sales profile out of the cafe. And in fact, it outstripped restaurant sales um, within a couple of years. And so in 91, I made the decision to move exclusively into catering and close the restaurant and move to a warehouse and converted it. And kind of the rest is history. How has the catering business been these days? Uh, it's been tough times in Alberta uh, for the last five years. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't believe this when I tell them, but we've actually experienced, particularly in the last year, uh, year and a half, we've experienced unprecedented growth. So we've um, we've been doing really, really well. I mean, we're kind of waiting for the glove to drop because I don't. I mean, we can't grow forever. But the last eighteen months have been uh, between twenty and thirty percent growth year over. So we've actually been doing really, really well. Why do you uh, think that's been happening? Um. A really good question. I think it's it's a couple of different things. A couple of years ago, we uh, really made a made an effort to um, upgrade um, certainly our image, but to um, to evolve with sort of this new foodie trend going on in the food culture in Edmonton, and we enhanced our our presentation and and a lot of different sort of menu items, and and we think that that increased our our relevancy and you know, gave us a little bit more of a inside track on getting new business. But the main, the main thing was, is we've, we've actually uh, started actively selling. So I don't know that many of my competitors do that. And uh, so I think that that's made a really big difference. But I mean, overall, we've got, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. And we've relentlessly tried to deliver the best that we possibly can. And I think it's paid off in the last couple of years, anyhow. What are the benefits of doing business in Edmonton? 
It's a good question. And, you know, if you look at the benefits of doing Edmonton compared to Calgary, for example, I think, I mean, I'm not, I don't live in Calgary and I don't operate there, but Edmonton has got a pretty diverse economy. And I think that that's um, certainly in my business, that's been really important to us to withstand, you know, downturn in oil prices and that sort of thing. Edmonton's got a sort of a, a very robust arts community. Um, the provincial government is here, so there's obviously a, a significant amount of um, food service requirement associated with that. Uh, additionally, we've got a very sort of, you know, higher per capita post-secondary institution sort of rare than other cities. Um, so I think that that sector is important to us. Uh, you know, we're kind of a healthcare center, certainly for Northern Alberta and Northern Canada. So there's a bit more healthcare than you would expect going on. And all of those industries are important to Edmonton's economy. And obviously the energy sector. But I think uh, our economy is less dependent on the energy sector, or certainly my part of the economy, than all of those other things. What about uh, sort of the challenges these days of doing business in Edmonton? I mean, I, I'm going to talk out the other side of my mouth now, and that is that with the cyclical nature of um, energy prices, that obviously um, that's obviously a, a concern. Notwithstanding what I said about a relatively diverse economy, obviously when the energy sector drops, it does hurt people, and I would say that that's a disadvantage. I mean, if Edmonton weren't so, or our economy generally weren't so tied to one sector, obviously it would be an easier place to do business because then you would have more methodical growth. You wouldn't have, you know, substantial drops. I would say that that would be a disadvantage of operating in Alberta for sure. Okay. What are you most excited about uh, the business these days and what's your vision for it for the future? Um, Well, we've got a, we've got a bunch of things on the go right now. The main thing that I've been working on for, for almost a couple of years now, or a year and a half, is uh, we've we've launched a, uh, a a food truck, which on the surface doesn't really sound like that big of a deal, but we did it to um, enhance our brand and to uh, sort of bring us into a place of, of uh, relevancy in the industry because it is sort of a trendy, cool thing to do. Um, but what it's done is that it's we 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 created a a really interesting thoughtful sort of on trend menu that um, the food concept has been extremely well received by everyone who's who's had the food and and it, and it is a departure for us it's it's kind of based on on smoked meat it's called curbside is the name of the food truck and I want to take that curbside food concept and uh, bring it into um, more um, more retail. Um, offering so, for example, at food courts or um, or other sort of small installations of food service to use that food concept, I think is a real is a real opportunity for us because the food is so well received. That's the main thing that we're working on. As an entrepreneur, what has been your biggest challenge uh, in the business? Well, I mean, you know, overall, I think. Um, you know, and again, it goes back to the type of economy that we have in in Alberta, and that is, uh, I'd say, you know, when we get into those uh, intense boom cycles where there's labor shortages, that's um, 
that's pretty challenging you know when it's when it's when it's difficult to get workers and the ones that you do are <laughs> not particularly motivated because of the position they are in that is they're you know they're in high demand so so i think that that, that that's a challenging scenario um but on the other hand we have countered that by by uh treating our people extremely well and uh you know our goal is to have them the highest paid in the industry um, full benefits, um, all that sort of thing. So our retention strategies are good, but in the boom bust cycle, we do get hit during the boots for sure. I'd say that's the most challenging thing that I've had in the last, well, 10 or 15 years. Okay, super. I'm going to go into some sort of personal type questions here, uh, uh, Todd. If um, you were looking at uh, uh, you know, inspiration, uh, where do your ideas come from? Uh, and uh, like, what kind of things do you do to uh, get inspired? I guess that are outside of um, outside of the uh, business environment. Well, uh, that's there's kind of there's two different. I mean, I take that question in two different ways. Um, the one thing that I do is that I find uh, is where I really get a lot of thinking done, and I come up with ideas, and I and I and I think ideas through, and and. Um, and you know, kind of conceptualize um, plans is is I I go on really long walks, and what I do is I actually walk home to and from work. I certainly don't have time to do that all the time, but I do it as often as I can. And it's quite a long walk; it's an hour and a half. Oh wow! And that uh, a I'm getting a little fitness in, which is important to me. But um, your mind can really, when you're when you're walking, you don't really have to think about anything. It's not even like when you're driving. Um, so. I find that I can really, the brain really starts to work and I can come up with some um, either solutions to problems or, or brand new ideas. And, and a lot of my, what I think have been um, significant sort of plans or ideas that we've moved on here at Acapella have come during those moments. I also go on long hikes. That's a longer thing. I do winter backcountry skiing, same kind of thing. And then the other part of the, or the other way to answer that question, where do I get inspired is, Whenever I'm, you know, going to a restaurant or going on holidays, I'm constantly looking at, you know, other food, other cultures, how how different people interpret different, you know, recipes and menu items. So that's always an inspiration. I bring that stuff back to the company. Oh, that's cool. What about, um, uh, you know, advice that you have for people? Like, first of all, like, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received for for being an entrepreneur? Well, you know, I, I, I saw, I knew that you'd ask that question and I, and I thought about it and I think the answer might surprise you because the advice that I got was actually negative advice that I acted the opposite. Okay. So a long time ago when I was struggling, I mentioned some of the early versions of acapella it was a pizza stand and then a restaurant. Well, everybody knows how notoriously difficult the restaurant business is and mine was certainly no exception. And, uh, in fact, I was told by my bank to close the business down because it, it, in his, my bank, in my account manager, in my account manager's mind, the cash flow and the financial reality of the business was so dire that his recommendation was for me to close the business. Wow. And uh, <laughs> I also had a real minor investor, like a couple thousand dollars. And and I hadn't reneged, but I was late on paying that person. And he, uh, he, he told me the same thing. He told me I should just quit while I was ahead, get a job and move on with my life. 
those that moment it happened around the same time and that moment i completely dug in and said oh yeah is that is that that's your advice well just just watch and so i mean it 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 inspired me to to dig deeper and do better and and i and i've, I've never looked back so if you weren't doing if you did take that advice and uh, and ended the business what do you think you'd be doing today well i don't know i mean that's really tough i mean i I've always, I've always thought I would, back when I was in university, I always thought I, I, I would like to be a journalist and I still am quite engaged with media and I find it really interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I was a journalist. Oh, okay. Bad timing for it this, these days. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Well, I don't think, I think now my career path is pretty well set. Okay. So everybody has a bucket list, a personal bucket list these days. Uh, what sits atop yours? Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I really, uh, obviously my, you know, my family is extremely important to me. And so to continue to, uh, to sort of grow with my family and, and, um, you know, do interesting things is, is always going to be my, my, my priority. You know, I'm, I'm also, I'm 57. So I'm also looking to, to retirement. So I've got some ideas about what that might look like. A lot easier said than done when you're, you know, quite involved with the, uh, with the business. So those are, those are bucket list items. Get myself in a position where I can, where I can exit the company. Do you, uh, do you read any books or? I do. Anything you're reading right now that's uh, caught your attention? Yeah. Um, uh, the, the Marrow Thieves is a real good book. I can't recall the author, but it, it was, a uh, I think it was a Governor General's Award winner, and it's a Canadian book. It's it's fantastic. Books I've read in the past, Precious Cargo, another Canadian book, excellent book. Anything by Malcolm Gladwell is always thought-provoking, you know, and important, I think. Okay, then. If you had one word to pick uh, to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Well, I don't, I mean, I, I, I suppose, um, Perseverance is probably an important ap- uh, attribute that I have. Um, so, you know, I would say determined would probably be a pretty good word. I mean, I, you know, I gave you the anecdote about being told I shouldn't pursue business, and and I did, and and I'm and I'm really glad I did. And in fact, if I were giving advice in business, that would be my number one piece of advice: would be to just keep on keep on working hard and digging deep because you get better and you learn. Outside of Edmonton, is there any particular place in the in the world that you like to visit, travel to, spend some time at? Well, yeah, I, um, you know, I was thinking about this because I actually do travel quite a bit, and I think my favorite city on earth is still Manhattan. I think it's just a tremendous city and super interesting, and I and I love I love being there. But opposite of that, I love the west coast of Canada. Um, I, I sail a lot, and in fact, I had a boat on the west coast for ten years. And uh, and you know the the remote regions, basically between say uh, Nanaimo and then north all the way up to Alaska, is absolutely the most stunning, beautiful, interesting terrain and and landscape I've ever seen. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Now we're all creatures of habit. I'm wondering if you have a daily routine that you follow each and every day. I'd say when I'm when I'm working, if I'm on holidays, obviously things are different. When I'm working, I I like to get up fairly early, and I like to um, 
know, drink coffee, read my emails, kind of collect my thoughts for the day. And then I, uh, I ride my bike to work often. So I'll ride my bike to work, which I also find quite stimulating. It's kind of fun to travel right through the city. And then, um, and then I kind of hit work and I usually have um, two or three projects or tasks on the go and I'll kind of chip away at, at each of them in, in either equal amounts of time or what I feel is, is a priority. And then I go home and do things with my family. Okay, we're going to end this, uh, uh, Todd, with a kind of a, a strange, eh, kind of a unique question. Uh, so just imagine this scenario that we're going to uh, drop you off at a tropical island somewhere in the middle of the ocean, nowhere. And uh, it only has one phone booth there, no technology whatsoever. So no internet, no, no phone access. At any time, you can access that phone and call us and we're going to come and pick you up. A couple of things. How long is it going to take you to make that phone call? And what do you think you'd be doing on that island uh, while you were there? Would I have Would I have anything? Would I have, Could I bring some books or pen? Oh, or yeah, you could bring good. Just no technology. Okay. Well, <laughs> I could, you know what? I would look at that as a great opportunity. <laughs> and I mean, I'm often uh, back in university. I uh, took an art course and um, really liked it. So I might do some some visual arts and painting. Um, I've always, I mentioned my um, interest in journalism. I'd probably do some writing, perhaps. Uh, reading, get fit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could last quite a long time. I mean, I, I think I'd probably miss my family, but if they were there, I could probably hang out for a very long time. Okay, excellent. Uh, now, is there anything you'd like to add before you're leaving us today, Todd? No, I, I um, you know, only that it's been a really interesting career uh, for me. And, and um, you know, there's never been a day in over 30 years of business where I wasn't highly motivated. And I think most entrepreneurs would say the same thing because kind of the, the buck stops with you. And, and, um, and therefore, uh, you know, I'm always inspired and I, that's what I love about it. Okay, great. Thanks for joining us today, Todd. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.